I'm a karate man. Eddie Murphy, Karate Man, we bruise on the inside. And again, this is Tim with the Online Big Blue, bringing the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. Oh, I got a lot of fun stuff to chat about today. We got Brian Dable and the Daniel Jones letting it loose. You got the, uh, we got James Bradbury. We need to chat about a moment. Then we got to talk about the idiocy of the Twitter sphere that we're seeing, Baker Mayfield, and why it may seem stupid and out of the realm. Why it's not a crazy idea or a crazy solution. But there's one thing I want to talk about and address first, and that's going to be... Hello, love. The Giants are going to London. Oh, that's right. The Giants are heading overseas to play the Green Bay Packers this year. Haven't been in London since 16, and hopefully the Dahmer will be there to give us his... his his thoughts, his processes, if he's not too busy sweeping the chimneys and working over at Poppycockers. But it'll be a fun time in the old town in London tonight. It's always interesting. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the overseas games, but London really is not that much further than a California or a West Coast trip. So it's not that big of a deal. But it's fun. It's fun to go overseas. It's fun to see the crowd base. It's fun to see everything else. Let's talk about Brian Dable. Brian Dable came out the other day, and this is this is a little bit of old news. Um, it's not it's 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 stuff that we've seen. And he basically came out and said, I want Daniel Jones. I want him not to be afraid of consequences and pull the trigger. I want him to be himself. Well, maybe himself is the guy that we're seeing, the guy that fumbled. Maybe, maybe the guy that throws the interceptions. Maybe that is him. And I get a little concerned that we have a quarterback going into year four that we're telling him to be himself. So what has he been since the first three years? So all the turnovers and everything weren't him. And don't worry about the consequences. Some people are going to point back to 86 when the Giants told Phil, well, I should say Bill Parcells told, told Phil Sims when he was playing poorly, just let it fly, just let it loose and don't worry about it. You're not going to get pulled don't worry about the consequence. Just do it. But the problem is Sims had been a gunslinger since 79. He's already been in the league for five years. He was just saying that because he was playing tight because of the fact that he had hostile breathing down his throat. So are we saying that now with the, with the advents of bringing in Tyrod Taylor, that Jones may be the same way, maybe feeling the heat, maybe feeling the pressure. The full quote was, he does a good job in the huddle. I want him to be himself, too. I want him not to be afraid of consequences and pull the trigger and attack and have positive mindset and continue to grow and learn. You're going into year four. I think a lot of people had pointed it out directly on Twitter very correctly, and some of these people were Daniel Jones fans, that you're going into year four. What quarterback who has had a checkered first three years as much as Daniel Jones has, has turned into a winner or has progressed to something special in year four. Usually by year four, if you're not, if usually by the start of year four, if you're not there, you're gone. And to sit there and say to Daniel Jones, well, don't worry about the, you know, don't worry about the turnovers because you know what, you know what, you know what Shane, I'm assuming you know what Brian Dable did. I guess he looked under the bed and he, he looked in the closet and he, he was looking for the, for the turnover monster because we know. We better get back because it'll be dark soon and they mostly come at night. Mostly. But those turnover monsters mostly come at night. I, I, I just don't understand the coddling sometimes with Daniel Jones. I really don't. I don't get what he's done to deserve the coddling. 
you know, people will point to Josh Allen, how Josh Allen has, you know, he rose up. Yeah, but Josh Allen progressed every single season from year one to year two to year three. He progressed. He didn't show a regression. He didn't have 36 fumbles and 29 interceptions. He, he, he didn't regress at each year consistently. And like I said, the first thing that everyone talks about, the first thing that everyone talks about is Daniel Jones's rookie season. The dazzling game that he had against Tampa. Okay, when your first game of your first game of your career is your best game, and you're going on year four, and your twelve is twenty five as a starter, uh, I I got I got a problem with that. Now the other problem I have is the Baker. Oh, the Baker Mayfield crap. You see the Baker Mayfield stuff, and Baker Mayfield is not coming to the Giants. Baker Mayfield is not going to be part of the Giants. The Giants aren't going, just for salary cap reasons alone, the Giants are not going to sign or trade for a quarterback who's owed like $18 million or whatever he is this year. They can't. 18.9. They can't do that. Especially for a guy that had a bad season last year. And he had a bad season last year because of health reasons. He didn't have a bad season last year because he didn't play. I mean, well, he didn't play well. But he didn't have a bad season because of the fact that he regressed. He had a bad season because he was hurt. He had a tear in his non-throwing shoulder. And I love the people that sit there and tell you, because there are always people that never played, that, well, it was his non-throwing shoulder. What does that matter? Well, considering you, he's only 6'1", and if you ever watched him throw, he generates with a lot of torque with his body to throw the ball and get velocity on the ball, which is why he lost velocity last year. That's a problem. But again, if you look at his stats in 14 games, still over 3,000 yards, still 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, still complete, barely completed 60% of his passes, but at a yard per average play of 7.2 yards, not bad for a guy playing with a torn shoulder, not throwing shoulder. Now, when he was healthy, the year prior, he threw for over 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. And then the year prior to that, which was the year that Cleveland kind of just had a bad year and everyone was just, it just, it was just a bad, it was just a bad year. He still threw over 38, excuse me, 3,827 yards, 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. I laugh, though, because if Daniel Jones had these stats, people would be like, oh, he's the Messiah. He's the best quarterback we've had since Charlie Conley. No, they wouldn't say that because no one knows who Charlie Conley is besides me and a few other people. But the problem is the Giants aren't trading for Baker Mayfield. They're not. I know Dable likes Baker. I know Shane, if he made a move like this, it would be bold and it would put a stamp on this team. And you could you can read into it the amount of trust they have in Daniel Jones by the fact they didn't even pick up his fifth year option and they're rolling the dice on 30 million a year. That's how much confidence and faith they have in Daniel Jones. So those you gotta you gotta read all the signs, but Baker's not coming here. It would actually make sense, and I've said this before. You may not be a Baker Mayfield fan, but you don't have to sit there and tell Baker Mayfield. Don't worry about making mistakes. You don't have to tell, you don't have to sit there and tell Baker Mayfield, you have to change your mindset and don't worry, pull the trigger. Don't be afraid of consequences. You're not going to have to tell him that when you have to tell your quarterback to not be afraid and not worry about the consequences. I get worried about that. 
James Bradbury. Joel James Bradbury is still on the team. Uh, you know, the, 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 the scuttlebutt is now they're going to probably end up releasing him, which is probably the way you're going to have to go because of the fact that what team is going to want to, tra- unless you are in desperate need for a corner, what team would want to trade for a guy that they, you know that they have to release, that you know that, that they have to get, they have to get rid of him because we need to sign our draft picks. We're going to need the money for Thibodeau and Neal. So, I mean, what person would, what, what team in their right mind would sit there and, and sit there and say, oh, well, you know, we're, 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 we're going to trade for him. Yeah, maybe what do you do? You can trade for him. You give him like a seventh round. You can maybe get the Giants a seventh round pick. It, it would free up 10 million immediately, which, which we need the money. And Shane basically came out and said, we're working on it. We got to have, we've had some, some conversations. I had to talk to his representatives. We'll see where it goes. I don't have a definitive answer on that right now, but we're working towards a contingency plan. I'm not going to put a timeline on it as we are working through this, so I don't know how long it will take, but we're working through some things. You don't know how long it's going to You really don't know how long it's going to take because of the fact that there's really not a rush at the moment as the as the as the clock ticks more closer to the start of the seat, excuse me, start of training camp, and we get to that final when we you know lose the rule fifty one, then then you're going to start getting more and more into a panic mode. The Giants, of course, will officially start on Monday, May thirteenth. That's gonna they're gonna do their mini they're gonna do their mini camp. That's when it officially starts the entire draft class, and uh, you figure all the undrafted free agents are gonna be there because there's gonna be there's gonna be some tryouts. There's gonna be a lot of things going on, and that starts on a Friday. So that's gonna be fun to watch. That's gonna be next, not this Friday. Come up, it's gonna be next Friday. I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see about what happens with that because you know it's always fun. It's always fun to get a good look at these guys, get an early look at these guys, and see what they're. Uh, See what they're all about and see, you know, it's, it, it honestly, it really means nothing because until you get the play, complete playbook, till you start learning the playbook till you start understanding what you need to do. That's when it turns out to, uh, that's when it really turns out, you know, where you're really going to see what people do and you're not really going to see anything to get into that first action of the game. First preseason game. You got a lot of people also talking about uh, Ryan Tannehill saying that he doesn't think it's his job to mentor Malik Willis. Ryan Tannehill's always been kind of a weird dude and kind of a dick. But that's fine. That's just, that's just what it is. He's 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 feeling the pressure because he's had the playoff collapse the last two years. Last year, the Titans, of course, won twelve and five, and they were the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, and that's and and that's and that's despite the fact that uh, what's his name, uh, Derrick Henry, missed the team's final nine regular season games with a knee injury. Or no foot. He had a foot injury. That's right. He had a foot injury. But then he had the, you know, Tannehill had the stinker against the Bengals, throwing up three interceptions. So he's feeling the heat. It's not going to be this year, but he's feeling the heat from from what they want to do. And evidently, they they did they another another gentle soul. They didn't call him Tannehill, that is, and let him know they were drafting Malik Willis. It's not my. It's, just like it's not your job to mentor Malik, it's not the job of the franchise to check with you if it's okay whom they draft. 
So we have to take a look at that regards as well. Uh, gonna, I don't know what, what's going to go. Let's say we, we, we're basically doing shows now and the news presents itself. We're also going to do some other topics and other, some, some other fun stuff. Don't forget to look out for the 312 and one podcast with OGR sports. We got that going on. We also got the new podcast coming up with uh, James Williams entitled. We're going to need a bigger boat. And it's not just sports. It's basically talk about everything we can. And we got a couple of projects in the works. And again, this is Tim with Online Big Blue. We'll bring you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, if you subscribe, if you're in the back of your knees, that'd be awesome.